hear, I definitely want to know your story for sure. Hey everybody, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people just like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Today's guest is Karen Calabrese, and she is the author of many books, including Soak Your Nuts, another Soak Your Nuts. This is a cool book because it's like, it's like two books in one. And just in time for Thanksgiving, she's going to be making a zesty lemon cheesecake. Please welcome Karen to the show. It's so nice to officially meet you. Hi, Chef AJ. Thank you so much for having me on. What a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. I, you know, I know you're, you're from Chicago. That's where I was born and raised. So I can't wait to hear more about your work and all your restaurants and all. Well, people always ask me, how are you a raw foodist in Chicago of all places, right? With the cold and the wind. And uh, actually, you can be a raw foodist anywhere because that's the way God intended us to eat. So I'm uh, happy to show everybody a little bit of the secrets that we use here. That's amazing. How So, so you're a wow, That's amazing to be raw in a cold climate. How long have you been following a raw food vegan diet? I've actually actually been vegan for a little over 50 years and I've been a raw foodist close to going close to 40 now almost 40 years now practically what the word was or what we were doing or anything my early influence was Dr. Ann Wigmore who kind of got me going on the program I was a vegetarian vegan and then I met her and the rest is history I've never gone back well, I thought I had the record at 43 years you definitely beat me Karen if it's appropriate may I ask how old you are I'm sure I'm old. I'm 74. Wow. You just, you look absolutely amazing. Okay. Maybe, maybe 44, maybe 50. You look absolutely. 49, thank you. And I'd like to add, not that there's any judgment, but I haven't done any work yet either. No Botox, no surgeries. And it's not because I have judgment of anybody choosing to do this. It's just, I want to see how far I can go. I want to be a living example of what the raw foods can do for us. Because to be honest, I do it as much for vanity as I do for health. You know, it works for you. That's amazing. I'd love to hear more about that because I tried raw for a couple of years. I couldn't sustain it. I was always cold and I wanted potatoes. So you'll have to tell us some of your secrets. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, do you want to get busy with the recipe? Yeah, let's, let's start the recipe and then we can take some questions from the live viewers and you can tell us your whole story because who, 50 years ago, I was 10 years old. I never heard about a raw food diet in 1970. <laughs> Everybody thought I was insane. When I opened up the first raw food restaurant here in Chicago, it was the second one in the country. And people thought I was totally insane. So it just, I always say people, uh, God takes care of fools and children and I'm not a child. So it just sustained and the whole world is doing it now. So this is such a simple recipe. Um, it's one, a recipe I made like maybe 30 something years ago and I've modified it a little bit since, but we're gonna make a zesty lemon cheesecake. And what I like to tell friends and family in general, if you want to get somebody on your side of this whole vegan thing, give them dessert. Don't give them wheatgrass, right? And give them desserts that are going to wow them and they won't even realize what they're doing. So this is four, maybe five ingredients tops. It's so simple and easy to do. We're going to use fresh lemons. Okay, we're going to use some fresh lemons. And we're going to use some uh, maple syrup lemon juice, lemons, uh, dates, and walnuts, and that's it. So simple and easy to make. Uh, I'm going to use a food processor to make the crust with the S-blade. Let's get this in here, okay? We're gonna use a food processor with the S-blade, and we're going to start by putting in our couple of cups of walnuts, and this is the crust we're making. 
and I did soak these nuts. You could just make a flour, you don't have to, but I like to soak all my nuts. As you know, the name of my book is called Soak Your Nuts. And the reason we soak our nuts is because you break down the enzyme inhibitors and uh, they're much easier to digest and it takes fewer to fill you up. So um, is it okay if I make a little blender noise? Absolutely, right now? of course, thank you for asking. I did someone show the other day, anytime she has done it, they do a dance during the blender. That's okay, I don't need to dance for that. Okay, now you could transfer the almonds to a different bowl. And I see they didn't give me a bowl to do that with today, but the beauty of a raw kitchen is there are no mistakes and you can make anything work. So I'm just going to add my soaked dates to this. There's a little of the water there. And by the way, anytime I soak dates and, um, or I'm marinating in salt, I always save the leftovers because I use those in my soups and to do other things, okay? And now we're making the crust for the And while this is blending a bit, what I like to use for the pie is a quick release pan. You can buy these just about anywhere. So we're going to get that ready. Okay, let's scrape this down a little bit. Oh, it's just about ready. Actually, look, that extra step that I had in there. We can cut it out. Can you guys you believe it? How simple is that, right? So I'm going to take this kind of pasty dough and I'm going to press it in my pan here. By the way, you can take the same dough and make little balls out of it and make like little donut holes and you could roll them in some coconut flour and could make little donut holes out of it. You know. All right, so we're gonna press this in the pan. But how quick and easy was that to make a crust? You know, I know when I cooked in the other world, making crust was one of the hardest things for me. You have to be so exacting. And the beauty of raw foods too, there are no mistakes. So, okay, there's a little piece that didn't get blended up. So I'm just gonna press this down. I'm not going to go up the sides with it. I'm gonna stay in the bottom part of the pan. So you were saying you have a problem with the raw foods being chilly. Well, it, it wasn't that I like had a problem. I, I just, I always felt cold. I'm hypothyroid and I just, I, I just always felt really, really cold. Actually, I moved to near Palm Springs, so I'm less cold than I've ever been coming from Los Angeles. But that was my biggest problem was feeling cold. Yeah, uh, well, actually what I do and I tell clients in the city is if you put a little cayenne pepper in your socks and your shoes, it will warm your whole body. You won't even know that you're cold. But the deal is that we are adaptable animals. And when your body is in balance, you can go from hot to cold without even really feeling it. It's amazing once you get in balance. I mean, I go outside without a coat on in Chicago. Wow. And I remember. 
I, I left Chicago in 1971 when I was 11, and I remember it being really cold. You were smart, huh? <laughs> okay, so here's my crust, okay? How simple was that? I mean, literally, what did it take me, five minutes to make a crust? So there are two ways you could go with this. You could either put it in a dehydrator for about an hour or so to firm it up, but you could also stick it in the freezer, all right? So I'm going to stick this one in the freezer. It will just be a little bit quicker. So we're going to dump this in the freezer and let it sit in later minutes, okay? Next, we're going to make the cheesecake part. So I'm going to use my Vitamix for that because I want it to be very smooth and have no little granules in it, and the Vitamix will get it very creamy. And everybody, in my opinion, should have a Vitamix in their kitchen. You know, blenders are blenders, but a Vitamix, there are other uh, forms of it now. My Vitamix I have, I think, is probably 40 years old, and it's still working perfectly. The only thing that goes, you may have to change the little thing occasionally, but it will work forever. All right, so I'm going to take my soaked cashews. And I'm going to dump those in there. I rinse them off first, the recipe will tell you. I'm going to use um, maple syrup, but you can use any sweetener you want. You can use agave or honey or coconut uh, sugar. I'm going to use maple syrup. Add my maple syrup. I'm going to add the lemon juice. I just want you to notice, Chef AJ, just how quick and easy this is. I'm going to add my lemon juice all at the same time. Okay, and then I zested some lemons, and um, it really isn't very challenging to do. You just need a, the proper tool to do it. And I use oh, there's my spatula. I just use a little handy tool like this, and I take a lemon, oops, and you can zest it like this. It's so simple to do, and you get all the outside of the peel. I save the inside of the peel because that's what I juiced for the lemon. The other beauty of a raw kitchen, you really don't have to throw a lot of stuff away. So I'm going to add a couple of lemon zest to this. And I'm going to blend it, and I just made the cheesecake part. pretend the crust has been in the freezer for an hour or two, right? And we're going to take it out. And we're going to pour. Oh, you know what I didn't put in there? Oh, oh that would have been a mistake. I forgot to put the coconut oil in there. There. We would could you use, could you just use whole coconut meat instead if you wanted? Uh, no, you want the coconut oil because it's going to solidify when it freezes and become more of a, um, so if you're looking to uh, eliminate oil, maybe you could use coconut butter, which is about the same thing, but you want it to solidify with the freezer. Now that would have been a big mistake to leave that out. 
and cheesecake. I'm gonna pour it in over the crust. See how beautiful that is? And wow. I happened to one here that I froze ahead of time because I knew we wouldn't have a couple of hours to do it. So let's pull the one I made out already. The magic. Oh. And we're just gonna release this, take the top off. And here we have a gorgeous cheesecake for the holidays. Oh my God, that, that took you less than 20 minutes, probably only That's 15. Insane. That's what I'm saying. You make it the night before, you throw it in, in the freezer, your guests come the next day. I'm gonna slice a piece and I'll taste it for you, Chef AJ, to tell you if it's okay, all right? Well, it, oh. looks, it looks amazing. And I bet you could make other flavors too, like lime if you wanted. It's flavor, blueberry, strawberry. That's the beauty. It's a basic recipe. I'm putting some of the lemon zest on top. Yeah, you could make this any flavor you like. We, our cheesecakes were very popular in the restaurant. Yeah, I want to hear all about your restaurants and your and everything. We, I can't wait to. This is great that it was such a quick recipe because there's lots of questions. Okay, so here we go. Can I have that other uh, plate over there? That um, wood plate. I almost ate a piece already. Okay. And there we have our beautiful cheesecake. How quick and easy was that? I'm really serious. And I'm that person. All my recipes in my book, I never want to spend more than about 20 minutes or so in the kitchen. There you have it, Chef AG. Okay, there you have it. 15, 20 minutes. We have delicious. And I'll taste it for you because I'm that kind of gal. Mm. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. <laughs> You'd like this. <laughs> oh my God, it, that is beautiful. And everybody's saying you're beautiful. And so a couple of questions about the recipe. If you're going to dehydrate it, you only dehydrate the crust, right? Only the crust. And I would only do it for about a couple of hours. Okay. Just to hold it. That's it. Yeah. Somebody's saying this looks easy enough for me because I'm a terrible cook. So yeah, it really does. The thing of it is there are no mistakes in a raw kitchen too. So if it got too loose or too, you just kind of add in, fill in, add more nuts. There are no mistakes here. That's the beauty of it. This is so good. I haven't had it in a while. Great for your holiday dinners. Great to take to someone's house. You could actually make a sheet pan out of it uh, to take to a party and feed even more people. Yeah. Like, like little squares it's it, that you know it's when i saw the recipe it said like one and a half cups of zest i thought it was a lot but but i guess that's what really gives it the lemon and here's the deal if you don't have a zester and you don't want to go through all the zesting you could get a good edible lemon oil you know one of the essential oils you could use um, lemon oil in here uh, we used to make our lemonade with lemon oil it's really delicious or you could use a little lemon juice. I prefer the zest because it's stronger, a stronger flavor, but you could, you could do just about anything with this recipe. So somebody's asking if maple syrup is raw. Technically it's not. So if they wanted to be 100% raw, they could use a different sweetener or maybe even use dates perhaps? You could use dates. You could use, um, in fact, I've used dates in the recipe. I just did it for a simplicity today. You could use, uh, I wouldn't use stevia. The, the taste wouldn't come out right, but you could use coconut sugar. That you could use. Nice. Well, everybody wants to know, what does Karen eat in a day? Yeah, that's what everybody wants to know. <laughs> well, here's the deal. First of all, when you eat raw, it takes very, very little to fill you up. 
Uh, I always remind people, hold up your fist and look at it. Whatever size your fist is, this is the size of your stomach. It's just a tiny little sack in there. It isn't this area to fill up four or five times a day. And when you eat raw because your body is getting all the nutrients from it, even if you're not 100%, even if you're eating 60% or 70%, it's not going to take as much food to fill you up. Uh, I start my day off with water because that's the real food your body needs. It only wants water. Your body's 70% water. Your brain's 70% water. The planet's 70% water. It's not 70% orange juice or coffee or vegetable juice. It's water. So I start my day off with water and I make it a little unique. I call it blessed water. I follow Emoto Masuto's feelings on the water. So I drink blessed water every morning. Uh, I meditate and pray every morning. That's my real breakfast. And then I may have, when hunger hits, I may have some vegetable juice or a, one of my smoothies from one of uh, our products. I don't really eat a lot, to be honest with you. I sleep four and a half hours a night. I'm never sick. I'm never, I haven't been sick in 45 years. I went through menopause with no symptoms whatsoever. Uh, the body, everything that your body manifests, any challenge, it's just trying to slap you awake and say you're getting too much of the wrong thing, not enough of the right thing, or you're carrying around too much of the wrong thing, which is why I'm such a huge believer in detoxing and cleansing my body, which I do four or five times a year, even though I'm 100% raw, vegan, don't drink, smoke, or do drugs. I still detox my body four or five times a year because I live in a city. I don't live in uh, the jungle and the rainforest. So um, I don't really eat a lot, but if I eat something, I may make a pate, uh, this week I made some wonderful pasta and uh, raw pasta and uh, what was it? what was the other thing? Oh, the uh, raviolis. You know, I'll work on a recipe, but I really don't eat a lot. And I take professional dance dance class with girls 18 and under. Um, I walk three miles a day. When your food is energy efficient, it can take you a long way without yeah. eating much. You know, I, I agree, even though I'm not raw, my food is, I don't eat any processed food and it's very nutrient dense. And I find that I don't need as much food as I did when I wasn't eating this way. So Linda wants to know, do you eat any cooked food? You know, if I were to cheat, and I did go through a period of cheating, I, we had some unique times here in Chicago for a while, and I won't go into all of that. And I ate a little cooked food. And all I can tell you is it was like a, a bale was put down over, it was like my light went out. You know, it's like this light that you have when you have living food, you have living cells, they need living food, it's that simple. Uh, I aged about five, 10 years, I looked older. It was just a little bit for about a few weeks. And I had a smell from my body, it wasn't like a body odor, but I could, it was just everything changed with the cooked food. But here's the deal, Chef AJ, when I was a regular eater and I became a vegetarian, it was like phenomenal. I couldn't believe how great I felt. And then I went from being a vegetarian to a vegan and I went, oh my God, this is how you're supposed to feel. And then I went from being a cooked vegan to a raw vegan and it was like, I could walk on water. So each difference is very profound. And the beauty of going backwards, it reminds you of why you went forward with what you're doing. And what I recommend people to do is, you may not be ready to be 100% raw, most people aren't, and I didn't do it overnight, but give yourself little windows of time. That's what people do in my detox classes. So say, you know what, for one week or for two weeks, I'm gonna be 100% raw, and get a chance to see what it feels like, and then you work your way toward it. But living with a ceiling, and I don't even live with a ceiling of being 100% raw now for this birthday, I'm working on giving up even natural sugars. And I'm just gonna be eating um, tomatoes and red pepper. I'm not doing any fruit or anything for about six months. And I've done that before. And that difference is huge. So I think we need to 
treat our bodies like little laboratories instead of looking for a title or a label to have treat your body like a laboratory try different things because everything isn't for everybody in every moment of their lives and see what works and how it works i like that treat your body like a laboratory but some people are treating it like a meth laboratory <laughs> <laughs> so you know what, what? There, there are lessons too Go ahead. <laughs> so when, you, when is your 75th birthday uh well actually i'll be 74 on my birthday uh in October, because my birthday is April 20th, so six months before my birthday, I go up to the next age. Because in reality, we're all a year older before we have our first birthday anyway, right? People don't like to hear that, but I really am. So April 20th, if anybody wants to write that down, it's my I'll birthday. write it down. Yeah, I think I, I think that was William Shakespeare's birthday. It was also Hitler, Queen Elizabeth, and it's World Hot Day. So it's got a lot of other stuff other than my birthday going. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned you only sleep four and a half hours a night, and I forgot when I was raw, I couldn't sleep either. I, I mean, what is it about the raw diet that you literally need half the sleep? You only need sleep for the body to repair itself. The less, the less repair work, the less sleep. Uh, the teacher I follow, Saad Garou, he says sleep is like death, and we spend so many, such a huge part of our lives in death, you know, and it isn't meant to be. If your body needs a lot of repair work, you're going to need a lot of sleep. You know, I remember back in my 20s when I drank, you know, that next day I needed to sleep all day because your body needed to repair more. When people have their big Thanksgiving dinners or, you know, they have these huge fam, everybody's sitting on the couch falling asleep afterwards. When you have a raw meal, you're ready to get up, clean, do everything. You have tons of energy. It just doesn't rob you of your strength and your energy. So. Wow. Yeah. So it, 50 years ago was uh, 1970. I was 10. How did you even, <laughs> how did you even, I mean, I didn't even hear about the raw food diet until probably, you know, I don't know, maybe the early 2000s. How, I didn't even know about it back then. How did you hear about it? Well, what happened was all the women in my family died overweight and very young. You know, people like to look at me and go, uh, oh, it's her gene pool. And it's just the opposite. My mother died at 47, my grandmother died at 50, and my great-grandmother died at 60. And so they all died, you know, young. They all started out tiny like me, got very large, and they had a standard American diet. I was a very sickly child. I was constipated all the time. I had terrible skin. I was very sickly. And my mother introduced me to carrot juice. Uh, my mother was a bit of a bohemian back then, and she introduced me to carrot juice. And I started drinking it, and it was like being slightly obsessive compulsive. I drank gallons of it, and I started going to the bathroom, and my skin started clearing up. And so I started investigating and looking into things. I organically became a vegetarian. I didn't set out to do it. I just became repulsed by meat. And this is why I teach people, when I teach my classes, it isn't about right or wrong. It's getting back to the core of what, we're really, what we really are as human beings. So it isn't talking yourself into being a vegan or giving up the animals. I think that's a wonderful cause and people should do it. But it's not a natural human instinct for humans to eat dead flesh. We've only learned to do it. And the more living foods you put in, the less of a, a, an appetite you have for it or can even handle it. So I developed a natural repulsion to meat and then it spilled over into chicken and fish. And then I was fortunate enough to meet Dr. Ann Wigmore who started the whole raw movement in our time, Dr. Ann Wigmore and Victoria Skolvenskis. And uh, she had, opt, um, she had her, Hippocrates Health Institute in Boston. I went there, learned from her and the rest is history. I never, I never looked back. 
So I was fortunate enough, and then I met Dr. Gabriel Cousins, who was also a raw foodist. I met Victoria Skovenskas, who discovered uh, sunflower greens. Dr. Wigmore discovered wheatgrass. Course. These were the these were the pioneers. These were the initial people who brought it all to this country. She was from um, Lithuania, and I just. She could do cartwheels, uh, Chef AJ, she could do cartwheels at 87, right, and had dark hair. I'm going to listen to anybody that can do cartwheels with dark hair at 87 years old, you know. And she would come stay with me, and I'd follow her around with my little video camera. And uh, these, the cheesecake, half the things that people are making today were all from her and Edie Mae Hunsberger, the originals, and uh, Victoris, and I was fortunate enough to have been a student of all of them. Wow. So tell us about your restaurants, because somebody says they miss you in Chicago. Do you not have, currently have a restaurant there right now? Well, I had three going, and we had some unique circumstances happen. Uh, not all my fault. One a landlord died. I was there 13 years, and his son took over and went up several thousand dollars on my rent. Another one, I was there uh, 18 years, and the landlord decided to make it into condos. I had 7,500 square feet there with a wellness center and a school. So circumstances kind of put me out of business, but that wasn't a terrible thing because it, got, it gave me a chance to reinvent, reevaluate. And I always say, when you turn 70, it's time to get on that survival thing and start all over again. It'll keep you young. So I'm in the process of building another 100% raw restaurant in Bucktown. It's almost finished. Uh, we'll have it done soon. And uh, I'm very excited. I'm doing all new recipes, but I'm going to do it slightly different. I'm going to do boxes of food where you can order a box of food for the week. We're going to ship all over the country. We will have some grab and go, but sit down restaurant, 74 years old. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'll leave it to the young warriors to do that. It's a lot. It's like giving a party every night. And I was doing three for 19 years. Oh no, 22 years. So that wow. was a that's that's incredible. When people are asking, do you have a YouTube channel? How can people get to know oh, more about you or follow you? I have a YouTube channel, Karen Calabrese, and I have almost all my recipes up for free on there. I'm always putting my recipes up. I have my book and it's called Soak Your Nuts and I named it that so nobody would forget the name. This side is cooked vegan restaurant uh, recipes. This side is raw recipes. I am on um, Instagram. That's what I love. I'm an Instagram girl. So follow me on Instagram because I'm always showing and doing new stuff. And that's Karen Calabrese also. And Karen is spelled with a Y, K-A-R-Y-N. My mom did that. And uh, I have a lot of fun on Instagram. I really enjoy that. And I have my books. Uh, I work one-on-one -on -one with people all over the country. We Zoom our appointments. I have a wellness center here in Chicago where we have hyperbaric chambers, ozone bathing, infrared saunas. Part of the youthfulness is keeping the body oxygenated, which is what the raw foods do. They keep you oxygenated. Um, so it's all about oxygenation. So we have hyperbaric chamber, ozone bathing, infrared saunas, ear candling, massage. And what am I missing? Something else. Um, oh, we do a body sculpting. And uh, so we're, and I have a little mini market in here right now where we're selling some of the products until the kitchen is finished. I make some almond pate, some recipes and stuff. And I don't know, I'm never going to retire. How's that? I'm never, ever going to retire. I'm going to always be doing something. Well, when you're doing what you love, it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. I think I always say that if I had to work, I'd kill myself. And by the way, uh, two years ago, before this whole COVID thing, I did a retreat in Costa Rica with uh, Victoria Skovenskas and Johnny Juicer, and we were planning another one, but all of this happened, so travel, travel kind of got thrown away. But 
Uh, once things let up or change, when they do, uh, we will be having our retreats in Costa Rica again also. Hopefully you'll come and join me for a retreat. Wow, that's amazing. So like 50 years ago, like, I know. was anybody listening to you? I mean, because Absolutely. you were, you. People thought I was insane. Nobody invited me to family dinners. <laughs> you know, uh, There was nobody to date. People thought I was absolutely crazy. And when I opened my first raw restaurant, which was the second one in the country to open, people would literally walk by the restaurant and stick their fingers down their throat like, you know, what is this nonsense? But uh, I don't know. Oh, I know what happened. Uh, about seven years into the restaurant, Oprah had me on her show. And that kind of changed things and opened up everything. And then she had me on a couple more times. And then the word started getting out about vegan and raw food. But I have to say, Oprah gave me a chance on her show to talk about raw foods. This was about 20-something years ago. And uh, it kind of made it a little more palatable for other people. Because here's the deal, Chef AJ. Everybody is eating raw. They just don't call it that, and they don't eat enough of it. You know, they may have their orange juice for breakfast and a salad at dinner. And I'm just saying, make it your biggest meal of the day. And then if you need to sample on other things, go for it, you know? Yeah, but, but Oprah wasn't interested in the diet herself, right? Well, does she look like it? No, that wasn't nice. <laughs> well, I, I just, you know, I wish I could kind of, I had a dream. I would just have her live with me for like a month and I bet I could get her at least to be vegan. Honestly, that would be oh, like a me. I was on the show three times. She's had other people on the show. I think... I, and I don't think it's a right or wrong. I think everybody just has their calling in this lifetime, you know? And I don't think everybody is going to make it through this way this time. And I like to say that I absolutely love zebras. I think they're the most, one of the most beautiful animals. But I'd be bored if the whole planet was all zebras. So we need the difference. We need the different people. People need to put their energies. And it's kind of like when I see people that aren't, I go there, but for the grace of God, go I. Thank God I was awakened so that I'm not... Uh, like my mother who died at 47 or my grandmother who died at 50. You know, thank God I was awakened and the people who are ready to hear it, they will listen. And the people who aren't, they weren't meant to hear it this time around. It's that simple and we have to learn to accept that. Well, that's a very wonderful attitude. I wish I had that. I just like, just do it people, you know, or at least at least go vegan. That's my thing. You know, if you can't be raw, if you can't be. Animals also. I was doing, I did the last week, uh, Jane Valdez, you know her, she does a, she's- Of a course, artist. had her on the show. Yes, she had me on her show last week and she kept trying to get me to say, but Karen, what do you say to them to make them? And I go, but I don't make anybody. First of all, nobody's gonna listen to you if they don't like you. So you've gotta be non-judgmental about what they're doing to get them to listen, right? And you have to allow people their process to get to where you are. I mean, if somebody had told me I'd be doing this 50, 60 years ago, I would have said they were insane. I was a model. I was traveling around the world. You know, I lived in New York and Europe. I had a to I smoked pot and it wasn't legal. I had a totally different lifestyle. And if someone had told me that this is what I should do, I would have said they were insane. So we have to allow everybody their process. It is a little different now because the planet is really suffering from people's choices. And we do need to speed it up. I agree with you. And that's why we have you and Jane and the others. And I can be on the softer side and say, find your way. You need every, every uh, component to change the world. I don't think one way is going to do it. But we do need to speed it up. That's for sure. Absolutely. So other than losing your mom and grandmother at such a young age, were there any family members that listened to you at all? No. <laughs> Nope. I have a cousin that just started about eight years ago, seven years ago. She just started coming around 
and uh, she had a particular challenge and we got her to go vegan. Uh, I think she's double dipping back into vegetarian somewhat, you know, but uh, no, and I really leave people alone. I, I learned that if people aren't asking, leave them alone. I can use my energy to the people that are asking and help them to move forward as fastly as they can. Well, people want to know exactly where your, your uh, healing center is in Chicago. 1717 North Ashland, it's in Bucktown. It's between North Avenue, it's right by the expressway. Very easy and simple to get here. We have a huge sign going up on the expressway, so we'll have a billboard so it'll be easy to find. Um, and there's a sign out front, but yeah, it's, it's 1717. It's kind of mid Chicago area. I used to be downtown and north and all over. Now I'm kind of mid north and uh, it's very easy to get here. So and I guess, I guess, so you've been in Chicago your whole life? Well, I did live in LA as a model for a while back in the 70s. And I did live in uh, New York for a while as a model, loved every moment of it. But yeah, I'm a Midwestern girl. And here's the deal, even more than that, I was also always a downtown city girl. I lived in the Gold Coast in Chicago in a high rise, uh, the whole deal, a duplex. It was absolutely gorgeous. And with all the circumstances that happened to me these past three, four years, I had to move the suburbs. And I now live in Flossmoor, a beautiful little suburb in a house. And my whole life has changed again. I'm so grateful. Love that life. Now I'm in a new chapter. So yes, I have been here most of my life though. Any, any pets or kids? Ah, oh, yes. I have a, a dog that I'm in love with, Matthew. Uh, a little chocolate poodle, and I had one before him and one before him. I always get poodles because my, my animals go everywhere with me, so they have to be hyperallergenic and work. That's the excuse I give. I just love poodles, what can I say? Um, I have rescued cats, but I love poodles. Uh, I do have a husband who doesn't eat this way. Uh, he is, for the most part, vegan, and he can't bring any fish in the house, but you know, here's my thing. This is uh, I couldn't sleep with anybody that eats meat. It's because they smell differently. So he gave up all of that. We've been together 38 years. So he gave up all that 38 years ago, but he does eat fish occasionally. Uh, I have a daughter who lives in LA. Uh, she's 49 years old and she's a, uh, she's a director producer. She's working on something for HBO right now. And she's been vegan her whole life. She's dipped around in other stuff. And I had a son that passed away at 38. So I've had a very full life, yes. Very, and I have a grandson, a 23-year-old grandson. Wow. It's not a lifestyle at all. But, but does, does your husband know how hot his wife is compared to like <laughs> other men who have 74-year-old wives? I, you know what, I don't, think he, I don't think he even pays attention. Do you know what I'm saying? He's so, used, we've been together so long. I do say a lot of guys do hit on me, especially the 30, 40, 50-year-olds, you know? And his attitude is, well, my shoes are under the bed when she gets home, so I'm not worried. So he's a very secure man. I love that. Yeah. Now, since he doesn't eat like you, are, are you responsible for cooking for him or does he make his own food? He makes his own food for the most part, which is really nice. Um, but I, yeah, I cook for him and I cook for family on Sunday. Like I'm doing a Thanksgiving dinner. I'm making a tofu turkey for everybody. It's not for me, but I'll cook for everybody. His son, we have a, I have a son through him also, a stepson. Uh, so I'll, I, I cook for people in my home, but this is my studio kitchen, but my kitchen at home, I have the same thing. My ovens are dehydrators also. Um, so I, uh, my kitchen is set up to go either way. It can be a stove. Uh, I do cook for him and he does like my food, but I don't have to cook every day, no. If your daughter, 
If your daughter work as do is like a director producer, why doesn't she make a documentary about you? Because you've had obviously a, tr a tremendously interesting life. Are you listening, Mickey? No. <laughs> you know what? I think she she works with so many interesting people, and she does so many wonderful shows. Uh, I, I think it's kind of well. My my son once said it before he passed. I don't know if it's been easy to grow up with me as a mom. You know, when other kids had. Uh, Cheerio, uh, Cheerios and stuff. We were growing wheatgrass hydroponically in the house. You know, they had to take vegan lunches to school. Nobody would trade lunches with them. So I don't think it was an easy process for my children growing up with me. Um, but um, she's she's coming more toward it the older she gets because her friends are kind of going, oh, you're going to be 50. This is going to be happening. And I, it, on my Instagram page, I have pictures of myself at 50. I have pictures of myself at 70 in bikinis. And I think it's starting to register a little more for her. But, you know, they just take it for granted. Yeah. I love that you're not afraid to say your age or that you've had no work. Because, you know, I, I looked into getting work. But it's, it's first of all, it's expensive. And second of all, it sounds really, really painful. So, but because people always think I've had it done. And so, so far, I even stopped dyeing my hair, you know. I haven't, I can't go there. I do color my hair. Uh, but I started getting gray hair at 17. And you see, everything happening externally is a manifestation of what's going on internally. So the gray hair is the weakening of the kidneys. And I was born with kidneys. So at 17, I thought my gray hair was cute. I don't care for it in my 70s. I don't have tons, but I do color my hair. That's for sure. Well, that's okay. Uh, I, I, there's a question. Do you have any special skincare routine? Yes. Um, I use... <laughs> I, I did a whole uh, pure wow. They, they kind of I took over the cage or something. And the girl that was filming it, we were at my home and I took out this mask. I call this my Botox, but I use all natural on my skin. I use coconut oil to take my um, things off. I'm very big on saunas and steaming, getting the impurities out. Um, I don't use any commercial products because I also feel that if you can't eat it, you shouldn't put it on your skin. But I, oh, Matthew just came. Matthew, they're asking about you. Come here, baby. Oh, yeah, we Matthew. love to see the, we love to see the family pets. Look what I got, look what I got. Jump, jump, come on, come here. This is mommy, I don't want that. Here, how about this, ready? Sit, sit pretty. No, sit pretty, there you go. Can I have your paw? There you go. Can you jump? Yes, <laughs> that's Matthew. Hey, Matthew. I love poodles. My dog's half poodle. I love poodles. Oh, so you obviously have a great figure as well as a beautiful face. And there's a question, what kind of exercise do you do? You mentioned you take dance classes. Yes, I love ballet. I started taking ballet when my daughter was a little girl. So I've done ballet for about 30 years now. Uh, I have a power plate at home. I walk. Well, here's interesting. So two years ago, when all the things started to change for me, I fell and broke my shoulder in 17 places, and I broke my kneecap. I have a pin in there. And they said, well, at your age, um, you know, you'll do some physical therapy, but dancing and all that is kind of over for you. Well, I'd like them to know I'm walking three miles a day now. My arms are going up again. And I don't put any ceilings or listen to any limitations. The only limitations I have is if I choose. And I really like to get that point across. Age means nothing. It's what you think and do up here. You may have to go at a slower pace to get here again. You know, I was walking on a walker with a cane and I could go like 10 steps. Uh, and it took about two years, but I'm doing three miles now. So we shouldn't put any, um, in my opinion, we don't need to put any uh, limits. And certainly don't let anybody else give you or tell you a limit. You know, the doctor said you can't do this, you can't do that. 
I don't believe it. Wow. It just a question if your dog eats raw. I haven't been to a dog. I haven't been to a dog, a doctor. <laughs> I haven't been to a dog or a doctor in about 40 years either. I, I don't recommend that for everybody, but I'm very comfortable with it. I don't get pap smears. I don't do any of that. I tell women to do it, but it's not for me. I haven't been to a doctor except for my broken bones. That is incredible. Well, Smileen says she was always the sexiest lady in Chicago. If you haven't been PETA's sexiest vegan over 50, you should be. No, I haven't been, but thank you. <laughs> I well, I got to talk. Linda Middlesworth, you're watching. You got that award. How do we get that award for Karen? Because she really is. Christina wants to know how old Matthew is, and does Matthew eat raw? Matthew is will be four in April, which is part of the reason I took him. We're both Aries. Uh, he eats raw meat and raw vegetables. So we have peppers together, rub peppers every day. He'll eat tomatoes. He'll eat sauerkraut. But I do give him raw meat. I know there are a lot of dogs that are eating, you know, only raw uh, vegetables and fruits, and I think that's great. I started out by thinking this is what God intended him to have. They're omnivores, and I'm going to stick as close to the plan for them as possible, like I do for myself. And I just never switched them to all vegetables. So I buy raw meat. I buy it dehydrated because I can't handle the fresh stuff. And um, he's a very healthy dog. My poodle before him was raw, this ate the same way, and I don't know, my cat ate that way. Uh, but cats are true carnivores. They're supposed to only have raw meat. Absolutely. Now, quick comment, your hair is beautiful. What hair care products do you use? Uh, let's see, because I'm so terrible with doing hair and not knowing. I put, I don't even know the names of the girl that comes and does my hair, brings stuff. She knows to bring natural stuff. I do use coconut oil in my hair though. I do use coconut oil for everything, my skin, my hair. I eat it, and by the way, ladies, if you're African-American like me, you eat the coconut oil every day, you won't get ashy skin. You can go through the winter and everything, you'll have smooth, creamy skin. So I use coconut oil for everything. And I'm also very big on Irish moss. And I use Irish moss in my hair. I take it, I use it on my skin. It's a wonderful collagen. And it's very big right now. You can get Irish moss anywhere. We sell it already made and we sell it for you to make for yourself, but I'm very big on Irish moss. The 92 uh, minerals of the 102 our bodies need. Cool. Uh, Mona wants to know if you take any supplements like B12 and there's another question if you do dry brushing. I do dry brushing all the time. That's why I don't have little crinkles on my skin and you always brush towards your heart. It was, it's a part of my detox program that I teach you do uh, dry brushing with it. Uh, I take chlorella, spirulina. I do almost all greens. I will do some D3 because I'm living in Chicago. I do some extra vitamin C, but I'm real big on um, the greens. So I do Kamut, spirulina every day, all of them. Wow. A couple of people want to know about raw pasta and if you eat balsamic vinegars. I do have balsamic vinegar sometimes because just if I'm making something special, I primarily use apple cider vinegar. But you know what? I'm not looking to be perfect all day, every day. You know, I don't know that I would have sustained it this long if I tried to live in such a narrow little box, you know, of never trying. So yes, I do do. And for raw pasta, I just use the zucchini, you know, this, and you can buy them anywhere now, the zucchini spirals. As a matter of fact, I made some for someone because I was making all this food. If you bring that green bag back there, and there's so, in both, I made some pasta, some raw pasta for a friend and for my um, team members here. Just bring the whole bag over, honey. And then you can buy the store-bought one over there, but this isn't our show. We can do it again another time if you want, but this was, um, 
This was turnips that I made and marinated, and I'll put spinach and uh, my raw cheese in that, and I'll make little raviolis. But I made, uh, this was all for somebody else. This is for your show today. This is a raw pasta sauce I made um, to serve here. And then the raw pasta is just zucchini, and I mixed it with uh, some spinach. So I mixed spinach and I did it with olive oil and salt and I let it marinate and I'll put the sauce on that and it's divine. You wouldn't know that you're eating raw. Wow. I poured myself on, uh, oh yeah, the smell too. Yeah, my staff's telling me the garlic, I'm real big on garlic. So I just made this for everybody here today. But you can buy the zucchini anywhere now, just about anywhere. And you make it so easy to make that sauce. It's in my book. Uh, if they want, it's in the uh, raw side of the book, sharing how to make raw pasta and uh, how to make raw raviolis and uh, the marinara sauce. But you know what else I do? Because I don't throw anything away. So like this is left in the blender. I'll add a little water to that and I'll save it in a jar. And I use all these things to make like a broth or a soup to add to different foods that I'm making. I don't throw anything away. I really don't. I've, I learned that from Dr. Wigmore. Wow. Um, there's a question. If you eat any fermented foods and if you sprout. I live on fermented foods and I'm the original sprouter. I taught everybody how to sprout. Absolutely. I sprout everything. That's the best source of energy for you for your food. I eat fermented foods every day. I make sauerkraut. I make pickles. I just made a bunch of, oh, here in the refrigerator. Because I have a garden this year living on the, in the land. So I fermented some green tomatoes. I fermented okra and pickles. Yes, I do it every day. I ferment, it's a big part of how I eat and how I teach. We also do a drink that we sell here that this was Dr. Wigmore's uh, Rejuvalac and it's made with sprouted wheat berries but you could do it with quinoa or rye. And I drink this every day. Uh, it goes in my smoothies. So I'm a huge, huge, Prouder and um, fermentation. Yes, that's, I, I'm all about that. Raw yogurt, everything. I, I tried rejuvenate. Are you familiar with the Optimum Health Institute in San Diego and Austin? That, that, well, that's Dr. Wigmore. That was her original place. Rachel Solomon from her. That's where I used to go twice a year for 15 years. Oh, yeah, because that's where I had rejuvenate. Yes. Uh, well, I, Dr. Wigmore is the one that originated, so I never stopped it. And uh, it's your living B12, so you don't need to take B12 and all your fermented foods. It's proteins, it's absolutely wonderful. So I drink that every day too, yes. Right. Nice. Janet says, I tried raw, but how to get through the digestive issues of gas and bloating? Okay, well, a lot of that has to do with maybe the combinations that you're eating, but initially it'll take a moment for your system to rearrange itself. You know, you can't be doing this one day, go to A to Z overnight. I also, strongly recommend digestive enzymes. Can somebody grab mine? I have my own line of enzymes and different products. If you go to my website, you go to Shop Karen's, uh, you can see all my products and all the different things that I recommend for detoxing or just changing your lifestyle. Um, so I have three different forms of enzymes that I recommend. I have a probiotic enzyme, I have a systemic enzyme, and this is what I used when I broke all my bones because I couldn't take painkillers. Uh, and then I have a digestive enzyme. So you ask me about enzymes, I, I feel like I paid Janet to ask that question. Anyway, I am very big on enzymes. Uh, so you can find all my products and explanations. At, you go to shopkarens.com. 
Wow. I mean, do you have you just reminding me we've got a special going as I don't pay attention to everything. We've got a buy one, get one free for Black Friday coming up. So there's so many, it seems like there's so much vegan royalty in Chicago, not just you, but Dr. Terry Mason, Dr. Kim Williams, Dr. Edwin McDonald. Do you hang out with any of them? Well, I fed Dr. Kim Williams for years and he got so upset with me when the restaurants closed, he's been begging me just to make him food. Dr. Terry Mason became a vegan because he took my detox class for the first time, one of his uh, patients brought him and the rest was history with him. But the other doctor, I do not know. I know Terry and uh, Kim very well though. Who's the other one you mentioned? Oh, well, you got to meet him. He's amazing. And he's actually a chef. I just interviewed him for the GI Health Summit. He's a young doctor in Chicago named Edwin McDonald. I believe he works at Rush. And he is a gastroenterologist and an internal medicine doctor. And he's you guys should meet. He, he's one of the nicest, most compassionate people I've I'm ever met. Kim, I'm going to make sure we meet. Yes. I'll, I'd, be happy to, I'd be happy to introduce you because you're both chefs and you're both vegan and you're both awesome. And you both look really good. So... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank Absolutely. So uh, somebody's asking if you ever went around the United States teaching raw food certification programs or something like that. I've never gone around teaching certification programs, but I've actually gone all over the world speaking from London to uh, to Lithuania, uh, to Mexico. I have not taught my certification classes, but we just finished uh, a program that you can buy online. And the whole program is very easy, very quick. We just uh, we just redid it because my classes were for people to sit in the classroom with me. You know, that's what I love teaching. We get tons of people, but with everything in the way the world is changing. And of course it was before we had all this stuff online too. This I'm still learning all about. Thank God I got people around me to help me with all of this. Um, but uh, I do have uh, all my classes online. You can go online and purchase them. You go to shopcarings.com. Um, I am available for one-on-one -on -one consultations. I have clients all over the world. I've got two today after I finish with you in Colorado and I think one in Atlanta. Um, so I try to make myself as available as possible because I really don't have anything else to do. This is my mission. This is my vision. This is what I was put here to do. And I always like to remind people that if you don't take care of your body, the most magnificent machine you'll ever be given, where, you, where will you live, right? So it's so important to put all your time, all your energy, all your money. I'm gonna tell you, Chef AJ, it was, I at one point was homeless and without food for my children. And I saved my money and bought a wheatgrass juicer. Do you know what I'm saying? I've always put all of my energy into me and it pays off. And, and I promise you, it's not, a, it's not a maybe, I promise you, if you do that, there's no way you can't. You, you just get wonderful results. Yeah, well, you are right? such an inspiration. I'm, I'm, Fire here, right? Well, you know, I, I, this was a really hard birthday for me, Karen, this year. I didn't like turning 60, but if I can look and feel like you, then 70s won't be so bad. Come on board, lady. It's so easy. Because here's the deal. You can actually go backwards. You see, this line that everybody gets here, that, that's that 11 line, that's your spleen pancreas. These lines under here, this is your adrenals and your kidneys. This is your liver and your small intestine. And as a child, I had a double chin, even though I was skinny, because... I was constipated all the time. So you can literally, I invite you, come to my class with me, you love it. It's like a veil is lifted off your face and you'll see pictures of people. You look 10, 20 years younger, I promise you, because you break down the layers of toxicity that are aging you, that's simple. Wow, that sounds amazing. Uh, there's a question, do you believe in colonics and enemas? I have a colonic center here. <laughs> 
that's part of the wellness center. I've been doing colonics for 50 years, absolutely. I don't believe in arbitrarily you eat too much and go get a colonic. I think if it's a part of a program, a process, um, but it is part of my, my detox class that I teach for those that are ready. I teach them how to do the enemas at home, not coffee enemas, but the enemas at home, and or I send them to get colonics. You have uh, these layers of toxicity, you have 50 trillion cells and they build up all this toxicity. And even if you're going to the bathroom on a regular basis, you aren't necessarily emptying your transverse and ascending colon. And those little tummies that you get, and uh, when you smell under your arms, you stink or you have bad breath, that's just the stuff rotting and putrefying in you that needs to come out. Most people are carrying anywhere from six to 30 pounds of, of uh, fecal matter in them and they don't even realize it. So yes, wow. I believe in it. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of poop. That means most people are full of shit. That's right. <laughs> so there was a question. How do you stay so consistent? Oh, that's really important. I'm so glad you asked that question because that's what trips so many people up. They feel like, how do I? It, consistency is the most important thing. So setting up your life is the best way to do it. And you don't do it all at once. Like I pray and meditate every morning. But when I started 50 years ago, I'd get my prayer book out and then the phone would ring or the doorbell or the kids would need something. So what I did was I put the prayer book by the toilet because I knew I was gonna get up and pee every day. So that was the time that I started reading my prayers. So once you find these consistent habits, you just keep building on them. I didn't start doing all the greens. I started doing one, then I added another, then another. So it's finding a comfortable place and then taking the bridges to get you to goals. Nice, that's great. Well, you obviously have been consistent for 50 years because that's incredible. Seven years longer than me as vegan and pretty much exclusively raw. My head is off to you. And thank you so much for all the work you do inspiring people. We'll put everything in the show notes, the recipes, how to get the books, how to get in touch with Karen and take her classes. It's just been amazingly inspiring just uh, meeting you and talking to you. I know I have something to look forward to now. Oh, thank you so much. And you got to come back to Chicago. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm from there, so you never know. <laughs> come back and visit in the summertime, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. If I can see you and Dr. Mason, for sure. And Dr. McDonald. Well, and maybe Dr. Dr. Williams, too. Okay. Oh, okay. Last question. I was going to let you go. Do you consume any caffeine? Absolutely not. You couldn't pay me to do it. I think it's one of the worst things on the planet. One in two people will have cancer in our lifetime, and it's concurrent with all the Starbucks that have opened up all over the world. People, are, it's the most acidic thing on the planet, and cancer loves asset. It's that simple. You couldn't pay me. And if your body is so tired, because we're on circadian rhythms, that you don't wake up with the sun, and that means there's a lot of toxicity in you. And if you need that caffeine to get you going, it's like uh, if you have a horse and he doesn't walk to here to here and you kick him and make him go, he didn't get energy from the kicks. He's going to drop dead a lot sooner. Caffeine, absolutely. I wouldn't touch it. I love it. I'm so glad that we, we really do. We do think alike. So I'm guessing alcohol's maybe not in your repertoire either. No, but not because I'm a goody two-shoes. I just won't do anything to age me. And alcohol is kind of like eating a piece of chocolate cake every day. It screws with your blood sugar levels. And you know what? It kind of puts your light out too. You know, in my, in my faith, I want to stay as present as possible. And I think alcohol takes you away from your presence. And I'm so happy being present that it just isn't worth it. For my 50th birthday, my husband gave me a surprise birthday party. And I thought, I'm going to have a little champagne. This is 20... 
four years ago, and I had this much. I was drunk as a skunk. I felt so horrible the next day that I said, I don't even need to ever play with it again. So, no, I don't drink either, and I don't smoke weed. I did back in the 60s when it was illegal, but no, I don't do any of that. I don't do edibles. I just want to be present. That's all. I enjoy being present and being present with people and my fellow humans. Well, you do it very well. Well, you are my new Shiro, I got to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for the recipe demonstration and for sharing your life's journey with us. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back in two hours when I'm going to be interviewing the CEO of Nutramilk to show Karen, you would love this machine because I'm guessing you make your own nut milks. I bet you do. Yes, I do. This this machine is a game changer. You can make nut butter. I, I got to tell you about it. It's like amazing because you can make nut butters in seconds and in plant milks and, and you don't have to strain. No straining. You know what I used to do that? I use a soy maker. You know, the ones that they use, they make soy, but it's little. So I'm going to watch the next show because I need this. Okay. Absolutely. I, I mean, especially because you have a restaurant that, 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 oh boy, perfect timing. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much, Karen. And thanks everybody.